Hey, welcome back. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Montgomery's Meaningful Monday. Um, yeah, so you know what? I just realized this is our first Monday, Meaningful Monday that we're recording uh, at our new our new setup. What do you what do you think about the new setup? Well, first and foremost, I'm grateful for it. Um I like it. Yeah, y'all can't y'all can't see it here, but but we just got a uh uh like a table um kind of it looks like a table that you would do like put like makeup or something on. It's like a it nice long length long lengthy one. table with like three drawers and or it could um, be like a work desk. Yeah, like a work desk. And we uh spray painted it down. Um was I was spray painting it was it was given to us by my sister and um we we got it set up for like a nice meaningful money table so yeah cuz hopefully the goal is you know th- first of all thank y'all for bearing with us <laughs> as we we're just trying to figure out what works for us right yeah. cuz meaningful monday started off with me and my car you know um before work and now you know we've just kind of journeyed through different avenues just looking for what will work mm-hmm. you know in and out of season and you know the reason why we're even bringing up the table and the setup is because we do hope for our youtube people those of you who were around during that short season of us posting videos our goal is to kind of get back yeah, to we that, can, right? we get back to youtube um yeah we're, we're trying to find a way because we don't have a we don't have a dedicated place in this new spot i mean we do but we're still in the midst of sprucing that up um yeah so b- because the goal is to, to get these podcasts recorded both you know video and audio yeah um but but you know we we working we work with what we got yep so one day at a time yeah one one day at a time being thankful for what we got so but yeah let's um let's get into today's topic what's what's today's topic so this was actually supposed to have been last week's topic y'all <laughs> forgive us I ain't gonna no. I'm not gonna front like last week, last Monday came and went so fast. Yeah, that I didn't realize that we did not get a chance to record until it was like Tuesday night, and I was like, Wait. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't realize it because we were just so busy with work and school, family, and family, and everything. So, but my question that I posed was, why Jesus? You know, there are so many other religions, you know, there are quote unquote other gods or, you know, spiritual leaders. We got Muhammad, we got Buddha, you know, we have so many, there are so many routes, so many quote unquote, um, so many other ways, religions, religions yeah. but ways in which we could. So many ways in which people think that. There's to get to God ways to get to God. Yeah. It seems that way. Right. We know now we know as believers that Jesus said out of his mouth, that he's the way, the truth and the life and that no one could come to the father except through him. And so, but the question that I pose is like, okay, for us personally, why even to this day, why do we choose Jesus to worship, to follow, to submit to, to literally have our life life centered around why Jesus. What got you to the journey to where you are now? That could be the question. And yeah. 
you know, we'll, we'll share our testimonies and how we came to trust it in the Lord and to how, to where we are now. But, um, I, I want you to jump in first. Uh, why'd you choose, why'd you choose Jesus? Why, why did, you know, you, a person living in Houston, um, what, what made you come about becoming a Christian? It's funny because the moment you said, why did you choose Jesus? I instantly thought, well, I know, I know that he chose me, right? You know, as believers, you know, we, that's heavy in the word that like the, the word predestined, right? Everybody kind of chuckle, not chuckle over that, but they kind of may stop at that word. What does that mean? So ultimately he chose me, but I know the question is basically saying, okay, but but you, you still had to make, make a choice, a choice yeah, though, right? You, you, you because I have to choose each day who I'm going to follow, right? Right. You're not a robot. Yes. So there had to be a choice. And for me personally, you know, I was actually talking to somebody about this recently because I never went through an atheist stage. I've never been in a place where I'm like, okay, there's no God. You know, matter. I, and I, you know, my life hasn't been perfect. I've had my ups, I've had my downs. I've went through my, my personal trauma and struggles, but you know, and it could be because, and it's going to be 99% of any black person story who's going to listen, but my great grandmother, I still, even though she's no longer here, may, you know, may she rest in peace, but I, I still can close my eyes and see her on her knees for hours. Mm. And I was little, I was elementary school, but I want to, I want to stop real quick. And I want to speak to the mother, the father, the grandparent, the teacher, whosoever, whoever is listening right now. And you've been believing for your children or believing for your, your students or your scholars, or you're believing for, um, whosoever, like. What you do matters because she was doing what she knew to do on behalf, excuse me, on behalf of her family, right? To pray, to intercede. There was a lot going on, you know. We weren't perfect. Mm -hmm. We were small, but we had our stuff. But little did she know that little Brianna, decades later, she's buried, she's gone. I'm still, I still have a visual memory of going, going to sleep to her on her knees and waking up in the middle of the night, she's still on her knees mm. praying. And this same little girl who, yeah, I went through my stuff and, you know, it wasn't until college that I got serious. Mm. You know, I a girl, um, I met a girl I had, first of all, I had flunked out of college at mm. this time. I was partying, I was drinking, doing all the things. And of course, like I said, I I flunked out, but I was still working on campus. And there was this girl, um, Tilani, and she befriended me and she was a believer, Mm -hmm. sold out, young, beautiful, sold out for Christ. I had never seen it. Mm. Not not a young person. You know, I had uncles, I had aunts, I had great grandma, you know, my mom, older people I seen walk the walk, but I had never seen somebody young virgin never been touched like she was the prime example and not in a prideful way humbly walking the walk because she was honest with her struggles but 
she came alongside of me and it's like it was a spark. You know, it was like I I, I saw what I saw years ago in my grandmother in a little person. <laughs> mm. You know, and it's one thing when you see it with great grandma, you know, because we all probably can say or testify to seeing someone older or like a grandma, you know, believing, you know, for the family on their knees, going to church, got the children going to church. But when you see that same spirit, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, and someone young, it hit different. Mm-hmm. Because then you think, well, hold on. Maybe I can. Because, you know, sometimes we have that mindset, well, I'm waiting till I get older. I'm going to live my life now. And then get, you know? Right. But you might not get older. And so she introduced me to um, an organization on campus, a Christian organization. Literally, like, everything changed from there. Everything changed. Friend group changed. Mindset changed. Got back into... First of all, I got back into U of H. How I you begging? So the only way to get back in, you have to write a letter. The letter was my testimony. I literally wrote in there what I'm telling y'all. Hey, y'all. This is James. And Brianna. And I want you all to do me a big favor. Get out your phone right now. And I want you to text this link to this podcast to your friend, to your coworker, to your family member, someone that you know that could be blessed by this podcast. Text it to them right now to share with them. Yes, and also if you're tuning in on Spotify and or Apple Music, be sure to give us a review and also a five-star rating. That's how we can get more people involved in what we're doing and encouraged in the Lord. Y'all be blessed. How I new group of friends. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer living, I'm no longer wayward. I no longer want to party and drink. Like I I now want to live for Jesus. Mm. Like point blank, period. Like, and and I remember in that season how it felt to just feel defeated, yeah. you know? And then you got people, oh, I knew you couldn't do it. Because I was the first in my family to go to a four-year college. Mm. So then you got, you know, the naysayers. You know, you got people waiting. You know, oh, look, you know, you heard such and such flunked out, you know? And even people who were at the school who told me about, you know, you can get back in by writing a letter, they were like, oh, but the per- the percentage, the the chance of you getting back in is very, very small. Yeah. But God yeah. got back in and, you know, it ain't been perfect because I'm not perfect. Yeah. But I've just seen God hand just on me from that, mm. you know, and him just literally shaped me and mold me from the inside out, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with so much. Um, of my trauma of just even daddy issues and even like I tell my, my, my scholars that I teach now being bullied, dealing with my insecurities, dealing with, you know, how I viewed myself tearing down, um, just the, the negativity, tearing down the, the lies of the enemy that, that plague us, you know, him, you know, I remember one time laying in bed and he was like, you know, what are the words that you've heard concerning you. And the first one was ugly. And he said, I bet you, if you you could search my word from Genesis to Revelation, but I bet you won't find that word. Hmm. Letting me know that I will never, I've never spoken that over you. So let it go. Release that. Yeah. Ugly. I don't, I don't even use that. That's, that's foolishness. Yeah. And, um, man. What? Um, that's, that's, that's a good testimony. Um, and I'm thinking, like, usually, like, we have that 
one experience, that one instance or that one moment, you know, where we come to the realization and we just, uh, for lack of better terms, we get on our knees and we ask the Lord for, for forgiveness and to cleanse us of our sins. What was that? What was that moment, that, that heart changing moment for you that caused you to say, you know what? Um, Jesus is real and I want to trust in you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. What was that one moment for you? I would say for me personally, it was 2016 and my grandmother passed away. And, you know, this is my grandmother, not my great grandmother who I was speaking about earlier, but Mm -hmm. You know, I was closer with my grandmother because she she lived, you know, like longer. So I had more time to spend with her. Yeah. And to the so at this time in 2016, uh, for that since I think 20, well, no, since I have flunked out, which was around 2013. So for those three years. Yeah. Me, her, and my mom had been living together because she had a stroke and was paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. Um, and that she was also a big uh part of me getting into kinesiology, just seeing her go to physical therapy and things of that nature. So and even before then we were always close. Because yeah. I'm I'm her young I was her youngest uh grandchild. So you know how that is. Like yeah. young, then you the girl. And then, you know, she was also just helpful with kind of like your mom, you know, like um like taking me and, and spending time with me on weekends while my mom then would go and, you know, do do adult stuff, grown people stuff. And so we were very close and she was ill and I was on the way to go see her. She was in the hospital at this time and I was on my way to go see her and she was supposed to be getting released that day. Like they told her, they told us, you know, prepare for her to be released. So, you know, the excitement It's like, okay. And then we can go back to just being extra and being us. Yeah. And I'm on my way. I don't have a car, so I was I was getting on like the you might call it a Charlie, but um in Houston it's the Metro. Yeah. The Metro Rail. So I'm waiting and I get a call from my mom and she's in tears and she's like in panic and she's like, you know, get get to the hospital now and I'm like, I'm on my way there because I will go and spend time with her. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, she was already gone. Mm. But even before then, when I got the phone with my mom, I always tell the story like, I my heart broke mm. when I hung up the phone with my mom and I was standing there alone and my heart broke and I just began to cry. And I it's very rare that I uncontrollably cry. That I I don't think I don't I don't honestly don't think my heart has been broken like that since then. Mm. Like my heart literally broke. Because of although she was sick, because it was still unexpected though, because they had told us she was being released. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So my heartbreak and in that moment, my heart grew cold. And you know what happens when your heart grows cold. So yeah. I began to drift away from the Lord. You know, you know, I says, you know, he'll melt the heart of stone and give him a heart of flesh. I had a stony heart from that day. Mm. And I was I was a small group leader at this time in the organization I told y'all about. I was a small group leader. So that means I would have Bible study weekly with a group of girls on campus, growing them in the faith and all of this. I would go regularly to service. I would do all this. 
But when I tell you I was wilding, I went back. So you know how, um, I don't know if I can compare anything else, but basically I went back to what I knew was pleasurable and felt good before I was walking with the Lord. So, you know, that just nastiness. So for six months, I just did what I wanted to do Mm. and I didn't care Mm. because it didn't make sense to me how she died and why she died. It was just too much. It was hard. It was hard. Mm. Oh my goodness. Now I'm thinking more about it now and I'm seeing the visuals and how I felt. And I remember when they put me in my mom because they didn't, because she was, my grandmother was covered in blood Mm. when we went into, when we, when we saw her and they had to like clean that up. So we were in a room and I remember a priest walked in and I remember just like kind of, I'm being honest y'all, I kind of rolled my eyes like, yeah, you know, like I don't want none of that God stuff in my heart, you know? Mm. And after six months, remind, remind y'all, like I said, I was still doing all the, the stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was at a service, a Thursday night service. I don't know what Pastor Matt talked about. All I remember was the Lord, I closed my eyes and I'm crying and I saw me, I could see me standing there while my heart broke and God was just in my, and I could hear him saying, I never left her. Mm. Oh, Mm. and I just, I just wept and he just began to just like draw me back. Yeah. Knowing all the filthiness I did. Yeah. I when I tell y'all I spent six months in the pig's pen wilding. Mm. And he just gently and he was just like he saw me there, but he was like, You were not alone. Mm. You your heart was broken, you grew cold because you felt alone, you felt confused, you felt, you know, hurt. But I was there. He was like, we could have dealt with it. There is what he showed me six months later. Mm. And I think, honestly, from there, I have not been the same. I will never be the same from that point. And I had to do the work after that. I had to change again. I had to change some, some what I was hanging around. I, 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 end, I actually ended up moving into another house to steer away from temptation. Like I literally had to do the work. I had yeah. to confess. That was hard. Cause I had did some stuff that involved other people. So I had to confess yeah. like, but I just saw the kindness, gentleness, the mercy of God to not throw me away, you know, to not say to, to he could have easily just left. Like I left. But he stayed and he waited for an opportunity to truly melt my heart of stone, to truly remind me that he's faithful mm. to his faithfulness. Like I always say concerning our story, that he's good because he's good, not because I'm good. It don't have nothing to do with me. He, that's just who he is. Mm. Wow. So that was that was a good testimony of yours. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so um, this is going to be the end of part one. And in part two, we're going to go into James's testimony. Your um, testimony. My testimony. Right. <laughs> so go out there and, and make today meaningful. meaningful.